um, uh, in the Gospel of John, we heard that story of uh, Jesus healing the blind man. Uh, I love that the father's comment that maybe he took dirt to make an eyeball, just like he made Adam out of earth and uh, to heal the blind man. But there's actually a verse that, that jumped right out to me. You'll see why see why right away. It's uh, chapter 9, verse 4. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. And I wish to bring this word to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you can see why that phrase stuck in my ears. When no one can work. What an appropriate phrase uh, for this season. Um, when many, many people in our country are, in fact, uh, out of work or have insufficient business, um, even those of you who don't have day jobs, uh, the normal life, uh, the normal work of life has also in large measure been put on pause as we hunker down and isolate and, and quarantine and the work of the day, the errands, the projects uh, have, uh, we're not able to do. So I think now actually we have this, we get what Jesus is saying at the deep negative sense of not being able to work. Not being able to work is, can be disorienting and discouraging and, and painful. Um, it might perhaps feel nice for a couple days, sort of like a snow day, <laughs> but after a couple weeks or even months, uh, it certainly is going to be difficult. So I think since we now intuit this in this season of um, not working, I think we can more readily understand Jesus' teaching in John chapter 9, verse 4. So I wonder if the question came to your mind, uh, what is the night that Jesus is referring to? The night when no one can work. Um, I actually, I had to turn to some trusted uh, commentators to try and understand what this might mean. And the church fathers uh, understand the night to be, you know, essentially as it is a time of darkness. And so the fathers understood it as being another way for Jesus of referring to the outer darkness, which he does elsewhere, the place where after we die, where the wicked go, that that's the place where there is no light, it's the only place where the light of Christ doesn't shine and where, therefore, um, there can be no work. So Jesus, uh, as we see in the very next verse, verse 5 of chapter 9, he is the light of the world, and we know that he's with us always. That was his promise in Matthew chapter 28. So the season of night can refer to nothing in this life, not for us uh, who are in Christ. In Christ, we live actually in, metaphorically speaking, perpetual daylight. So when Christ urges us to work the works of him who sent me while it is day, what he's saying is to continue doing the works of faith throughout the course of this brief mortal life so that we may never have to experience the night, the night when no one can work. Which then uh, suggests the question right away, what is meant by uh, the works of him who sent me? I think our first clue is that Jesus uses the first person plural, we must work the works, meaning that this is the work that Jesus himself was given to do and that he invites us to participate in, we. He is the light and as you've read in Ephesians chapter five, we are children of light. I love how these lessons intersect today, how the Ephesians and the gospel intersect. We are children of light. So we know very plainly what Christ's work is from the gospel accounts, that being governed by his obedience to the Father, that's what he says, the work of him who sent me, that Jesus is participating in the Father's work. He is teaching truth. He's doing deeds of mercy, like healing the eyes of the blind, 
and ultimately his work is laying down his life for us, for others. Work the works of him who sent me. So uh, just because we, uh, some of you cannot go into work and we can't go to restaurants or even for the time being church buildings, uh, it doesn't mean that we cannot work, actually. In fact, being freed in this season from some of our usual worldly obligations of work, I think we're actually more free now to do the work of God. Uh, in this phrase was made famous by St. Benedict, the founder of com- community ma- monasticism. He called it the opus day, the work of God. What he meant by that was regular prayer through the day. That that's our chief work. And he builds this off of um, a number of things, but in the mix is the fact that Jesus says, when asked what is the work of God, he says, the work of God is to believe in him whom he has sent, to believe in Jesus and faith manifests itself, not chiefly not just in feelings, but in prayer. And prayer is the instantiation of faith. And it's the work of prayer that we can do in any season, whether we are employed or unemployed, uh, whether we're at home or out and about, wherever we are, whether it's day or night, literal day or night, we can pray. The work of God is available to us because we live in perpetual daylight in Christ. The work of regular prayer throughout the hours of the day. I think that's really going to be the key for each of us as we go through this uh, season of coronavirus is really digging into the prayer offices. That's why I've been writing about them in this little email um, encouragements because it's a way of organizing and shaping the day to be oriented towards God because it is the work of God, the Opus Dei. Only in prayer can we hear the Father's direction. Only through prayer can can we be recalled to what is good and right and true. That's that list in Ephesians of what is the fruit of light. Interesting kind of mixture of metaphors there. The fruit of light is what is good and right and true. And I love that verse in Ephesians right after that that says, discern what is pleasing to the Lord. I think sometimes I should say, figure out what pleases the Lord. Uh, And we can only do that if we pray and ask him, Lord, what would please you in this specific situation? Prayer is the key through which we can find that out. The work of God is the one thing necessary, as Jesus called it uh, in, when he was in the house of Mary and Martha of Bethany. Um, and it's really the work, I believe, that will keep us going, us uh, who claim Christ Jesus uh, in this very unusual season. So I encourage you um, in this season uh, to do the work of God continually, the work of prayer, as we long for the day uh, when all will be made right. But of course, our Christian hope is not just that the uh, virus would be stemmed. It's also that the Lord would set everything right, uh, ultimately conquering death and raising us to new life. Amen. It's uh, very strange uh, to preach to you, brothers and sisters, uh, through this screen. I can't wait to see your faces again. I miss them very much. And uh, I encourage you now um, to, uh, I'm going to log off here in just a second, to pray the Great Litany and while, and the supplication right after it. And then while you're praying the Litany, I am going to pray 